Today's getting off Laman Aleph, and remember the mission on Laman Aleph, Amud Aleph. Hameniach Peris, Lias Mafrishalem Truma Meisers. So, someone left over Peris in a pile somewhere in his house or something like that to be able to be Mafrish based on those Peris, other produce that he has. So, he's going to get other produce somewhere else, and he's going to say, you know, I have to separate Truma Meisers from it. So, you know what? Those Peris that I left in my house should be the Truma Meisers off the produce that I have in front of me right now. So, he left those Peris, they're not in front of him right now, and somewhere else he's going to be Mafrish based on those Peris. The halacha is mais or mais lias mafreshalein maisrasheni, or he left over money somewhere, let's say in his house, to be able to be mafresh maisrasheni based off that money. That when he runs into other produce, he's going to say, "Yeah, the the maisrasheni that I'm separating from this is going to go onto the money that I have in my house. That's going to be the maisrasheni for this." So the halacha is mafreshalein becheskasheni kayamin. Even if he's not there and he's not sure that it's still around, maybe the pair is spoiled, maybe they were stolen, maybe they were lost. He could be mafresh based that they're still there. based on that they're still there. He could rely on that. And the chazaka that they're still there in his house. And he doesn't have to assume that maybe something happened to them. Maybe they're not there anymore that he could separate his truma and maestros and maestros onto them. He could separate with the chazaka that they're still there. And you can see why we're saying this Mishnah now, because we're coming after a few Mishnahs talking about a chazkas chai that we assume the person is still alive if we left him alive. And here too, we're going to assume the Paris are still there wherever he left them in order to be ma- mafrish his trumas and maestros onto those Paris. So the halacha is mafrish and you could be mafrish it with the chazaka that those Paris are still alive. Imavdu, however, if you come back and you realize they were lost, they were lost, stolen, whatever, they're gone. So obviously now that they're gone, you cannot use them to separate your trumas and onto them. They're non-existent anymore. So what do you have to do? How long back do you have to be chayshish that maybe they were gone? So hariza chayshish you have to be chayshish 24 hours. That's what me'ez le'ez is. 24 hours. We're going to clarify in the Gemara what 24 hours would mean. Do we mean from 24 hours back from when you checked that they're not there and realized they're not there or from 24 hours from when you knew last knew they were there meaning how far back do you have to be chayshish? let's say yesterday you separated trimmers and masters based on the fact that they were still there so if they were stolen after that so it's going to be fine and the trimmers and masters that you separated that was chal onto them because they were still there that was what was stolen but let's say they were not there already so whatever you separated wouldn't work because there was nothing there to separate onto so how far back do we have to be chayshish? so you have to be chayshish me lace that they weren't there 24 hours we're going to say which 24 hours that's where Rebbe says, If you have this situation where someone left over wine, let's say, specific, he left over wine for this idea that he leaves this wine and he's going to be mafresh his trumas maestros onto that wine based on other wine that he runs into, that wine that he left in a certain place, that's what's going to be the trumas maestros. So how often do you have to check that it's still good wine and it didn't go bad, didn't turn into vinegar? So if you left it in that bottle, you have to check it, you have to check it three times a year. One of the times is by the eastern wind of Matzei Sukkis, and with the, when the flowers fall off and the, and the grapes start budding, that's, when, that's the time that you would have to check the wine, because that also is the time that it tends to spoil. Also the time that the juice starts filling the bicer, which means the unripened grapes, when the juice starts filling it and it starts its form into a real grape before it's ripe, the unripened, the bicer, but once the juice starts coming into the grape, that's when... That's the third time you have to check the wine as well to make sure that it didn't spoil because as these three, at these three times, that's normally when wine tends to go bad and that's why you have to check it if you're planning on using that wine towards your trumas and maestros. So you better check it to make sure it's still good wine that you'll be able to do such a thing. What exactly is this maestros? We said if it gets lost and you come back and that wine is not there. So how far back do you have to be hushed that it wasn't there? Again, let's say last week you were mafresh trumas and maestros based on that wine that was there, but now you come in and it's not there. So can you... Assume 
assume that it was there at the time that you separated the Tremas Mises? How far back do you have to be chashed? So we said Me'es Leis, 24 hours. That's what Rabbi Lezis said. So my late Me'es Leis, what, which 24 hours though? From the beginning or from right now? So B'yechanan Amar Me'es Leis Shal B'dika. B'yechanan says 24 hours from the time you last checked. So from the time that you walked in and you realize it's not there anymore. So you have to be chashed that 24 hours before that. It wasn't there either. But before, 24 hours before you checked, that's going to be fine. And even the higher, if you checked it a month ago, so you can assume it was there the whole month until 24 hours ago. Because you check right now, it's not there anymore. You have to be chashed that the last 24 hours, it got stolen. Rebbe Lezer, Antigonus, I'm Rebbe Shomer, Rebbe Lezer, No. It's not Me'es Le'es Shabadika, which is much more kal. We can assume it was here 24 hours ago, but rather, Me'es Le'es Shalanocha. It's 24 hours after the last time you placed it. And the last time you knew it was for sure there. So let's say you placed it there a month ago. So only 24 hours after you left and you knew it was there, it's going to be good and you can assume it was there. But 24 hours, more than 24 hours after you last put it there and after you knew it was there, then that already we have to be hushed that maybe it was already stolen and maybe for the past month already. Again, for 24 hours after you placed it there, you, don't have to, you, you can assume it was still there, but after that already, you, can assume, you, have, you would have to assume that it wasn't there. And says the Gemara, we seem to have arrived from the Mishnah to one of these Tznadim. Tna, we saw in the Mishnah. If they got lost, he has to be chayshish that they weren't there. How long? Meaning 24 hours. I understand according to my number that said it's from the last time you checked it, you have to be chayshish 24 hours before that that it wasn't there. Shapir, that makes sense why it says you're chayshish but according to my number that says that you have to be chayshish that you only have 24 hours after you placed it there. But after 24 hours from the time you placed it, up until now, even if there was a month in between, you have to assume it wasn't there. Why did it say you have to be chayshish which sounds which sounds like up until 24 hours. If it's talking about the 24 hours after you placed it, it should have said you have to be chayshish all the way all the way until the 24 hour period of when you placed it. Because again, if we're talking about 24 hours from right now, from when you last checked it and realized it wasn't there, that you have to be chayshish that 24 hours ago it also wasn't there. That up until 24 hours, it got stolen within the past 24 hours. Then it makes sense. You're chayshish for 24 hours. For the last 24 hours, you're chayshish may ace le ace. But if it means you have to be chayshish up until 24 hours from the time you last checked it, so you have to be chayshish up until that time, it should have said ad me ace le ace. And therefore, it's more midoyik in the Mishnah, like... Uh, like the Manama that says, May Aislaes, that you have to be Khajish for the past twenty four hours, not up until the twenty four hours after the last time you placed it there, and says the Gemara Akasha and Akanami, it's Akasha on the Manama that says, Ad me Aislaes, they have to be Khajish up until the Aisle Ace of the Hanachadibazar. We saw in the Mishnah that that is the words of Rebelazar, that Rebelazar said that He's the one that said you have to be chashmei eslays. Amar Belazar. Rebelazar. Now the Amoiro. Rashi explains. Rebelazar ben Pindas. The Amoiro. Comments that Chalkin alav chaver v'ala Rebelazar. That his friends, meaning the other Rabbanan, were chaylik on Rebelazar, the Tana in the Mishnah. Rebelazar ben Shamua. So Rebelazar is saying about Rebelazar, the Amoiro. Rebelazar ben Pindas is saying about the Tana, Rebelazar ben Shamua, that not everyone agreed. Everyone else argued with Rebelazar ben Shamua in the Mishnah who just told us they have to be chashmei eslays. Where do we see this? We have a Mishnah. Mikvah shenimdad v'nimsachaser. A Mikvah that was measured. And we know for a Mikvah to be has to have 40 se'ah of mine in it. But a mikvah that was measured, and we realize it's chaser, it has less than 40 se'ah in it. So the Mishnah says that now we have to be chayshish on all the 
taris that we use this mikvah for that it didn't actually work because this because this mikvah right now we found chaser and therefore kol taris nasa al gabav lemafreya all taris that were passed through this mikvah lemafreya going back bein rishos yachad whether it's in rishos yachad that normally the halacha is suffik tamer rishos yachad tamei bein rishos rabim that normally the halacha is suffik tamer rishos rabim is tar it doesn't matter rishos yachad rishos rabim over here doesn't matter tameus it's all going to be tamei lemafreya because we just found this mikvah to be chaser and therefore we have to assume that everything going backwards is going to be tamei as well. Says the Gemara. So this so Rabbi Lazar ben Pidas, the Amira, is commenting that from this Mishnah we clearly see that the Rabbana don't hold like Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua in the Mishnah because Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua said you only have to be chesed for a twenty-four hour period. But over here we found the mikvah chaser. It seems to be a same the same scenario. It seems to be the same similar idea. How far back do we have to be chesed that it wasn't good? Same idea about our truma. How far back do we have to be chesed that it wasn't there? So over here also the mikvah. How far back do we have to be chesed that it wasn't malay and it didn't actually work to be matar as a mikvah should? So the Rabbana say you have to be chesed all the way. Everything. Forget about 24 hours. Everything. Up until the last time you know 100% Bevados, that it was 100% 40 Sa'ah Mikvah, you have to be Chashish Lamafreya, everything. So the Gemara, Surah Blazman, Pedas is telling us clearly the Rabbanan are Chaylik, and they hold that you don't have to be Chashish only, you can't only be Chashish 24 hours, you have to be Chashish for everything, going back till the last time you knew it was for sure there. Says the Gemara, yeah, Pshita de Chalkin, okay? It's so Pashin. Once we have this Mishnah, what's the Chiddush of Blazman Pedas telling us that they're Chaylik under Blazar? From this Mishnah, we clearly see that they hold you have to be Chashish all the way back. And it's not only 24 hours you have to be chashish for. So obviously they argue under Blazman Chumua. Says the Gemara, no, the Chedesh is Maudutema Maila Mafreya Me I would have thought that what did they mean in the Mishnah when they said you have to be chashish Lemafreya, going all the way back, you have to be chashish that the mikvah was chaser. Maybe they meant lemafreya means leis leis. You have to be, go back only 24 hours. Maybe that's what lemafreya means. Kamash Malan, Rebbe Lezman Pedas is telling us that lemafreya means all the way back, not only 24 hours, meaning their chaylik on Rebbe Lezman Shemur. Rebbe Yudah, Rebbe Yudah, Rebbe Yudah said in the Mishnah, you have to check the wine. Again, three times to check that it didn't go bad, that you could still use it for your truma. So Tana, we're talking about the Kidim, again, the eastern wind that comes on Matzei Sukkot, Shaltkufa, Dafka of the new season. The Tkufa's Tishrei, Rashi says. Again, and the seasons go according to the solar calendar. So if you add the Tkufa, but it's still during the last season, and really it's Tkufa's Tammuz that was Nimshach, and it, the last season is just lasting a little longer, and now you're dealing on Matzei Tzukes, so obviously you're in Tishrei, but it's really still the season of Tammuz, and therefore you have to, that, if it's talking about that Kufa, then it's not gonna, then we're not gonna have the Salacha, and you're not gonna have to check the wine, because you only have to check it in the Eastern wine, specifically of Matzei Chag. That happens during the new season, the new Tkufa, the solar year. By the way, there's a few places where we go according to the Tkufa, the solar year, which is famously by Vesein Talamata, there's Beis Yosef over there, that says, I don't remember which date exactly, but he quotes in the Beis Yosef, Alator, the November 22nd or December 22nd, I don't remember the exact date. But the point is, we go according to the Tkufa for some things. And so too over here, this halacha is only going to be true. You're going to have to check the wine if it's the Kidun, the eastern wind on Matzei Chag, when everything's going normal, and it's the new season already. But if it's the last season that was just Nimshach, and it's a longer solar year, or it lasted up until now, then it's not going to be true. Tanya, we have a Similarly, there are three times a year that, as we're going to see, and the Gemara is going to clarify in a minute, but we'll just speak it out now, that a partner, let's say you have two shutfin, that own tevua together, they own grain, so can one sell without the other? So normally, you know, you need both consent, they both own this jointly, and therefore you need both of their consent in order to sell it. They, have, they both have to be masking. But there are three times a year that one shutf, even one partner, without the other's consent, can sell the tevua. Because if he doesn't sell it, we know it's going to go down after this point, and therefore it's in everyone's best interest to sell the tevua. What are these three times that any partner can do it, even without the... Permission without the other partner knowing. 
Lifnei Azara, before the planting season. Uvishas Azara, the time of the planting season. Taisa speaks out the end of the planting season. Uvifreis HaPesach, the Messiah Shas explained, Uvifreis HaPesach means 15 days before Pesach. Price is like a half. And we know the Tkufa of the time of the, of the Chag comes 30 days before the Chag. Shleishim Yom Kandam Chag. And therefore, half of that is going to be Tesvab Yomim. It's going to be 15 days. And Uvifreis HaPesach means 15 days before Pesach. At that time, you can... Sell it, sell the tua because you know after that time it's going to go down, and therefore you can sell it even without the other partner knowing. Same halacha by wine. There are three times a year that a shutif can sell the wine even without the other shutif knowing. Fifteen days before Pesach, fifteen days before Shmuiz, fifteen days before Sukkis and as it relates to oil, from Shvuis and on the Mayoch. So, okay, what are we talking about over here? Why can you only sell it these three times a year? Again, we explained before, it's talking about Shutvin. But here's what the Gemara says that Amar Rava, we're talking about Shutvin, that one can sell it even without the Das of the other one, as long as it's these three times a year, because. That's when you get the most money for it. Mikan Melik, from these three times and on, Lechayra, from those three times, up until Pesach, let's say, up until Shavuos, that's when, this in-between time, so my, what's going to be the Alacha? Amar Rabba, Rabba says, Kol Yom those days, that in-between time is included in the Salacha, that you could sell it every day, you're, able, you're going to be able to sell it, even without the other partner. Now, once we mentioned the southern, the, sorry, the eastern wind, we have a few Gemars about it. So this is a passage by Yoyna, and it says that when the sun shines, sent an eastern wind, Harishis. My Harishis, what's Harishis? Describing this eastern wind as Harishis. Amar explains, at the time that this eastern wind blows, it's so strong that it makes furrows. It makes like furrows in the sea from the strength of the eastern wind. That's the lesson of Harishis, like to be Chayrish, to be Chayrish in the plowing in the field. You make furrows, so too. This harishis, it makes plumim, it makes furrows in the yam. Amr leh rabba, rabba said, Iyachi, if so, then hainun dechsev, then the other possible yayna that says, v'tach ha-shemesh al-roish yoyna v'yisalaf, that the wind came, and then it got so hot for yoyna, and he fainted. I don't understand. If the Pasuk is trying to bring out how hot it was for Yoyna, then why are we discussing wind? Wind is usually the opposite. It doesn't make you hot. So, Elam, Rabbi, Rabbi explains that what's trying to say is Shashim Hashemesh. Why does it say Harishis? What does Harishis mean? Not Miloshin Chayrish. Mishashim and Hashemesh. At the time that this eastern wind blows, Mishatekes Kalaruchas Mipanel. It quiets all the other winds in front of it. And that's the Loshan Harishis over here. It's Miloshin Cheresh. Quietness. That's Miloshin Cheresh over here. And that it quiets down all the other winds. And that's why. It was bringing out how hot it was because once it quieted all the other winds, so it was very hot for Yanim. And that's in the Pasuk, Asher that your clothing are hot, when the land quiets from the east, from the easter winds. What's Pshan in this Pasuk? When are your clothing hot? When the land quiets from the east. Why? Because at the time that the eastern wind blows, it quiets all the other ruchais and and it stops all the other winds from blowing and it brings out this immense heat. Now the Gemara brings a story as it relates to winds. Rav Huna and Rav Chizda Abu Yasvi. Rav Huna and Rav Chizda were sitting together. Chalev Azul Geniva Alayu. Geniva passed by. Amar Chad One of them said to the other, meaning Rav Huna or Rav Chizda said to the other one, Neku Mikamei, Debar Uryanhu. Let's get up for him because he's a Ben Taira. But the other one turned to him and said, Mikame Palgod, Ninkum, what you want to get up for someone who's a Balmachlekes? Rashi brings the Gemara we had on Davzayan, where Geniva was the one, he was always chappering Ma'ukva, and Ma'ukva was trying to, was, was asking Shailas if he's able to give him over to the Malchus, and. 
he, he was told not to, but at the end of the day, Geneva went to jail because he was starting up with Mar Ukva. Either way, Mar Ukva was the Av Bezdin, and Geneva was always starting up with him, and he was causing problems. He's a Palgo, he's a, he was a Balmachlekes. So even though he's a Bentaira, the other one told him, you, I understand he's a Bentaira, but you want to get up for him, he's still a Balmachlekes. So Adahachi, in the meantime, Asa Yulagabayo. Geneva came over to Ravuna Rav Chizda that were sitting. Amrlu, and he told them, so what are you guys talking about? What are you doing with? So Amrlu, we're talking about wins. Amrlu, he told them, you're talking about wins? I'll tell you something. Hachi Amr of Chanan Barava. Amarav. This is what Rav Chana Barava said in the name of Rav. Dalid ruches menashvus b'chol yom. There are four winds that blow every day. Veruach tzvaynes menashvus imkulan, and the northern wind blows with all of them. Shel malikain, because if not for the fact that the northern wind would blow, ein ha'olim iskayim afilu shaachas, the world would not be able to exist even for one moment. Veruach dorim is kashmikulan, and the eastern wind, as we've been learning about, is the worst out of all of them. Yel malik ben neitz ma'amida, and if not for a malach named ben neitz that held back this wind from blowing the, with all its power, macharevis kolayim kulam impanel, it would destroy the whole world. This eastern wind. Shenemar zabosik says hamiminascha. That this Nates is spreading his wind in the Taman against the southern wind. Another story. Rava and were sitting together. Rav Nachman bar Yaakov passed by. He was sitting in a golden carriage. And he was wearing this fancy begad. This sarvila made of karti. It's daimelat. Rashi says. This very fancy begad. Rava got up for him and went over to the carriage. Didn't. Why? Because Amar, he said, Because that's probably that guy's he, he's coming in a golden carriage wearing such fancy things. He's probably from the Rish Galusa. And Rava Tsarachlu, Rava needs, Rava needs him on his good side. I don't need him because I'm, I'm already good with the Rish Galusa. Rashi brings down because of Nachman Meritzik, we know was the Chasna de He was the son in law of the Rish Galusa himself. So he felt he didn't really need the protection over here. But once he saw that it was Rav Nachman Yaakov in that carriage, then then he went over to Goldidari. Rav Nachman Yaakov rolled up his sleeve and he revealed his arm because it was very hot. And he explained himself. He said, Amar Shadyanovshim, this the Shadi, the chariot is being blown by this southern wind, which is causing immense heat, and that's why he rolled up his sleeve. So this is another story to bring out the the how bad the eastern wind is, the Ruach Kadim. Amar Rav Rav said, Rav. This is what Rav said that Ishamapelas by that the Ruach Dreimis, this east wind, this east wind is so bad that it causes women to miscarry. Even the pearls in the ocean rot and they go bad because of this east wind. Even the Sheikh Vazera that's in a woman which we know can still impregnate her up to three days later even that Sheikh Vazera inside of her goes bad from that eastern wind. All three of these limudim that they just darshan they darshan from one pasuk. The pasuk says ki hu that although it's Bein Achim and it should, it should thrive and be better and be healthy, the eastern wind comes, it comes from the, the Midbar, the desert, it dries out the Mekar V'gaymer, and the Pasuk continues, we're going to dash on this right here, it dries out the Mekar, that's talking about the Mekar of a woman, that's why it causes her to miscarry, it dries out his spring, that's a continuation of the Pasuk, that's talking about the shikhvazera, the seed inside a woman that a man put there, so it would dry out his spring, and that's why it causes the shikhvazera to spoil and go bad. That's the end of the Pasuk, that it destroys a storage house of all the good stuff. That's talking about even the pearls in the ocean that it causes it to go bad. Amar Ravarov says, This drasha comes from the 
And Tamidah Chachamim in Surah, they're the ones that were Medayak this Pasuk. My Kihu Beinachem Yafri, what's the beginning of that Pasuk that says Kihu Beinachem Yafri? That although it's between the brothers, it's still going to go bad. Samar Rav, Rav explains, Even the handle in the hole of a rake, which is very strong usually, it's Beinah Acham and it's held there, Rafio. It's still going to get weakened from this eastern wind. The east winds are really bad. Rabbi Yosef Amar, Rabbi Yosef says, what's trying on the Pasuk? Afilu sikhta bedafno. Even a peg that's in a wall, Rashi says, yes, it's a bedafno. That's also really strong usually. Rafio is going to get weakened because of this eastern wind. Rav Acha, Bar Yaakov Amar, Afilu kanya bekufta Rafio. Even a, a kanya, even a reed that's woven into a basket is going to get weakened because of this eastern wind. And on that note, Hajjan Allah, kol haget.